0: Are there in Africa? To be very very realistic, I only know is Hausa, Ibu, and Yoruba.
1: So you don't know countries in Africa as a continent? Of course, how Africa many? is a continent. How many countries are there? There's Ilorin, Ijebu, Abeokuta, Ibadan. There's Lagos. In Africa, the continent. How many countries? How I many countries? To be very realistic, I do not like to lie. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Thank God it's Fun yeah. Friday. Yeah, what you gonna do now? This is Super Radio, Super Super Radio,
1: With 106.9 Cell FM. Bye-bye. The digital economy is not just for the future, it's here right now for the present. Welcome to Startup Half Hour. My name is Francis Onuka and I welcome you especially to this wonderful edition of the show that gets you past dreaming into doing. As usually know, time now money is our regular song. My friend, time now, on Make you not play with your work, you dear waka make you use your time well well this is still startup Hour, and um we're talking about the digital economy the way forward today and for those who have been thinking of how they can key into the digital economy or how they can access opportunities the man who is going to break this down is right here in the studio welcome how you doing
0: sir Uh, thank you um i'm doing very great i've had three amazing days in new york and i'm looking forward to another three amazing days okay. in in akwaibom in general
1: okay i need so so for those who don't know that like, would like to know you what you do and
0: um how long you've been doing that sure so my name is anidu dobong i currently work as a program manager on the developer ecosystem team at google i've been at google for roughly six years and what my team does um in the entire google ecosystem is try to make Google's resources, Australia, our engineering resources, our engineering know-how available to people outside of Google. So I say, if you join Google today as an engineer, you would have access to some manuals, some secret code, some training, some proprietary information, and that would help you get up to speed with whatever task you have to do. But if you are not a Google engineer, you don't have that kind of access. But because of the kind of business Google does, which is a platform business, right, we need to expose some of our information, some of our technologies, you know, what people will call APIs, application programming interfaces, so that other businesses can build on our own infrastructure. The classic example is something like maybe a Bolt or Uber or ride hailing service, which uses Google Maps underneath. But then it provides an entirely different kind of service, how to book a ride, how to register drivers, how to make a payment, eventually take you from point A to point B, right? So it means that if you can create a product, like maybe Google Maps, and expose some you know technologies, some APIs, even like train people on how to use that platform, then you can build other billion-dollar businesses on top of that. So my team at Google does a number of things to facilitate this exposure. We do training, we you know, build communities of people, getting them together to talk, we partner with organizations, we organize events, we host conferences, we even work with education partners like maybe Coursera Audacity to create training content that people who don't work for Google, who don't have that sort of privileged access, can learn about a few internal things on Google and then build their businesses. So in a summary, I would say, we say the strength of that team at Google, and that's really what I can really talk about expertise, is we bring three things to the table. You know, our technology, also our people, like I'm here, you know, trying to share, and then our network, you know, uh, especially for those who do things around startups, and I know that's really the essence of today. Yeah. You want to know other businesses that do things like you. You want to get connected. You want investment. So, I, I mean, it's something we can talk about as we as we go further along. And it's something you're very aware of. But as an ecosystem team at Google, we look at Google, but we really serve students, entrepreneurs, founders, and influencers in the technology space. But people who are not google staff
1: all right so that has laid the foundation to what we're talking about today which is the digital economy we get to hear a lot of young persons and business owners say um you know i run an offline business how do i get into the digital space so for you for you what what's that one thing what's that great thing about digital economy in nigeria
0: i think the greatest thing about digital economy is the opportunity it creates you know i found myself in a situation where I was talking to someone about this and I just it just occurred to me that if you have a talent or you have a skill, many years before now, only very few people could really express their skill or their talent True. and really get a lot of money from it. And it had to be a circumstance of where you are, you know, so you could be in the U.S. You could be a a musician, a great composer. You could even be an artist, you know. Think of all the most popular artists or musicians, whether it's Beethoven or Mozart or, you know, these were created and gifted people. And they were in a kind of society that allowed them or somehow helped them excel. But it was just one, two, three exceptional people. True. The digital economy now is a kind of platform where everyone is connected if you have a phone you have a device if you have a laptop that has connection to the internet or service provider you can be a composer of music of beats somewhere in but your audience can be the world you know i was somewhere somebody said he's in yenagoa building software Yeneguwa is his home. Yeneguwa is not his market. Mm-hmm. So digital economy now makes... You know when it's a like global village? Yeah. The world is still big. It's still miles around. But what digital economy means... When you have a thing of value... That you can share... You can... You know... Offer as a service... Your audience is not only the people... That can reach you... Or that can touch you... Or that can travel to your location... You have a business. You are a designer. Mm-hmm. You are an artist. You are a novelist or a writer. Mm-hmm. You're not only limited to the people in your geographical boundary of, okay, 10 kilometers away, people within Uyo or people that are from Ibom State. You can just serve anybody. Anybody can find you. Anybody can realize that you have a valuable thing to offer. And anybody can pay you. Economics is all about yeah, value. True, true. Anybody can pay you and say, I want you to design a book cover for my book. I am in Korea. You are in a cat Do it for me. Send it to me. I'll send you money. That is the digital economy. Digital economy says whatever skill you have, whatever profession... You can even be a lecturer. Yesterday, I was in the University of You, and lecturers were beginning to ask me, how can I monetize my content? And i like... First of all, look around. There are people monetizing content. They're yeah, sure, watching Udacity sure. videos. Some of us are watching ad, you know, videos on YouTube, ad supported, subscription supported. There's a couple of models, I know we'll touch on that. But basically I continue to believe that digital economy is one of the biggest things that has come out of all the interconnections and all the physics and engineering that has connected the world together.
1: Alright, so you, if you're still listening, we're still talking, digital economy, the way forward on Startup Half Hour, brought to you by The Root up. And um, I will throw up on the lines very soon, but I just want, I need to speak some more on the digital economy and the way forward. You've talked about the best and um, the advantages of that, and how can one key in? particularly for startups... Sure. Um, you know, many of them are thinking social media is the digital economy, sure. Yeah, which is part of, not just one of. And how can these guys um, just key into the same thing that we're talking about?
0: Yeah. Uh, the, the first thing I would, I would suggest is that people try to understand the business models of the digital economy, right? Okay. One is you can be a professional, like a consultant, an author, a writer, a producer, and you have a skill. You do a job, almost like a contract, someone pays you, you get paid, that's like a direct payment. The other ones is that you can create content and have a large audience and you deliver this content maybe for free. And then at some point, if you gain the right following, you gain the right audience, you now start charging for something. So let's say I'm a DJ. And i make mixtapes, tapes mm-hmm. right i'm mixing music and i put it free online on some service like Audiomark or you know whatever it is you know soundcloud or even on youtube then i become popular then someone says i want you to play at my event when i'm going to play at an event i collect money the other one which is very dominant with some of the biggest players including people like google and facebook is the ad based model yeah. where You know, Facebook has lots of people going there to share their photos, their information. Google has gathered a lot of information around the world, you know, which you can easily find. And what they now say is if you have a skill or you do something, put it on some of these platforms. When you put it on these platforms, because more people get attracted to the platforms and the platforms are serving advertising. Mm -hmm they share a portion of that advertising revenue with you. For instance, maybe you have a cooking channel on YouTube and your video is able to get 1 million views. It's very likely that maybe, you know, and this is just a rough average, maybe from 1 million views of your video, you can make maybe $130 because Google would serve some ads while your video is playing, not to everybody, but to many people. And based on that, you know, I would say that you as a creator, You are enjoying an ad supported business Business. model so so when you think of what you're creating what you do the question is how do you want to get paid is it that you want to serve ads is it that you want to go on a platform that shares revenue with you is it that you want to give some of your content for free and then when people want more premium or more personal content they pay you for it or is it that like you just want to use things like maybe Facebook or social media to become hugely popular? And then when people want to now work directly with you or you know interact with you, you, you take a, a charge. And then finally, something you see very common these days are the concept of influencers, you know, people who do skits or comedy, they're keen to trends or buzzwords and have a huge following. And because anytime they, they put a skit or a dance step. 1 million people will view later on a brand will come to them and say hey you know talk about our skincare talk about our betting platform talk about our you know new soap or cream or hair attachment so the influencers are people who are able to you know stay in currency and with the trends and have very strong opinions about issues um most times, they are always on point. <laughs> uh, but more importantly, because they have an audience, brands who want people to hear about what they're saying come to them to look for that audience.
1: Oh, okay. So this is where we're going to throw up on the line. You can call us live on 0700-0001069, 1069, 1069 or on 90 Nine zero two 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 five five zero eight eight, and I would like to tell you i are streaming live on Facebook at Excel one zero six point nine FM, so you can drop your comments there or um, your questions there, and then we can take it from there. You can also send a uh, uh, WhatsApp or SMS message to zero eight zero nine two 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 one zero six nine zero eight zero nine two 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 one zero six nine. We are still talking with Anidi Udobon who is speaking on. The digital economy, the way forward. So that's some of the um, ways people can keen. And um, But life for students and those who are thinking of getting a job, the digital economy offers them various opportunities of how they can monetize their skills, their talent, using their devices or just sharing their knowledge. But what about business owners who are thinking of um, ranking of Google? Uh, who are thinking of, if I come into Acquire from State and I'm typing, uh, where can I get fisherman soup? How can people find them directly? Because that's one of the key things people always complain yeah. about. Yeah.
0: yeah. So, so for that, there's, there's, there's. I think there's two actors in that, um, and search engine optimization, you know, discovery. Um, that's a skill that people learn. You know, people go into this whole marketing, search optimization, page ranking, how to surface, how to build your content. And then you as the business who is providing the fisherman soup, or you make great shoes, or you're a fashion designer, or selling some product, you also want to key into the digital economy. So what I usually tell people is, if you want to key into the digital economy, you don't have to do everything yourself. Because sometimes you may be limited by that skill. So if you feel that you can just start a business and put it on your Instagram page, and then you go to sleep and expect that you would rank number one or number two, it doesn't work that way. I would always say, try and look for a professional to support you or understand that the skill that is necessary or the ability, the capability that is necessary to get you ranked very high has to be learned. So, you know, maybe go ahead, take a course online, read a book, find out a little bit, ask questions like you've just asked, and then look for experts or people that are more knowledgeable to help and support you. Um, the thing about the digital economy is also you can find help from everywhere and anywhere. So you're not limited to only somebody in New York or somebody in Eckert. You can get support from all over the world. So so if you want to rank your business, I, I will I always say the first things you should do is, you know, Google it. How do I get to number one? You know, what are the things that need to be done? Figure out what that maybe technical term is that that sort of emphasizes what you're talking about. Like and I just mentioned search engine optimization because I knew once you start saying I'm looking for search engine optimization, you know what you're looking for in the market and then you can even interview somebody who says I can get you to number one. You can mm-hmm. ask him a few questions and if he doesn't give you answers that rhyme with what you have read up or what you've done a little bit of research about, then you try to avoid such, you know, so-called professionals. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay, so um that, that has answer that question for startup owners because um, I see a lot of persons say, okay, I'm online, but I'm not discoverable. And it's, it's a good thing that you are talking about this and you've spoken about the advantages. What about the disadvantages of this digital economy?
0: Yeah, that's that's something that we don't talk about very <laughs> much. You know, you see, it, it's a competitive market, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, and one buzzword you hear is a level playing field. True. Right? So, if you are someone that has, I don't know, 1 million inventory in your stock, and I'm somebody that has only 10 in my, you know, in my warehouse. If I'm better ranked or if I present a better digital experience to people, maybe I have a website, I am responsive to WhatsApp messages or DMs that come in. I update my page regularly. So consistency is one thing that also helps people rank. If you go one day and you put 10 pictures on your page or on your website, And then you don't do anything again for another six months. And somebody comes every day in a sort of like a a regular fashion. Okay, every week he releases a new article, sends a message, a newsletter to his friends, posts on Instagram on a daily basis, comments with other people. Then he's sort of leaving footprints Mm -hmm. in multiple Mm -hmm. places in a very consistent way. So I think one of the ways you need to do well or rank well on, on social media is to be consistent. Now, if you're not consistent, then you start losing customers or favors or you just lose the mind mind share. People, organizations like Coca-Cola still advertise, right? Yeah, true. And people are asking, why, why is Coca-Cola? Everybody knows what Coke is. But the way it is, if we stop seeing Coca-Cola adverts, we start thinking, mm, maybe is this thing poisonous or have they stopped producing? Are they out of the are, game? Are they out of the game? Is something wrong? You know, so... To just keep your, you know, customers in your mind, you have to be consistent. So once you get onto the digital space, you you need to be consistent. Mm-hmm. The second thing is you can be a victim of your own success. And I tell people, how. what does this really mean? Um, I don't want to mention any names. We, we never really do that. But I've had thousands of ladies or dozens of ladies complain about maybe a brand that they bought hair attachment from or they promised initially they have a hundred customers they can deliver for them and then they become popular they go on social media they even pick an influencer who you know brands their hair and you know puts it out there then all of a sudden they get one million orders you can't fulfill one million others. I, I used to say that as a restaurant, if you have a restaurant or a food is ready place and you had six seats and everybody knew you, he shouted, Ah, nah.
1: that place is good. That man.
0: place is good. Oh, that woman, they cook, die. Before you know what's happening, you have 50 people. It now becomes a burden. That place is tiring, it's dirty. So as you scale, as you try to expand your business, as you open up to digital opportunities, you have to be very careful that you're measuring your capability with the opportunity. Because, like I said, you can be your location the world can be your market true the world is seven billion people right we have apps and services that have two billion users coming there every month and it's not easy keeping those apps and services up and running
1: mm, true so you can still call us live on zero eight zero okay send a message to zero eight zero nine two 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 one zero six nine or call us live on 0700. 000 1069 0700. 0001069. We are speaking with Anedio Dobong, and we are talking about the digital economy. It has become so much of a, of a buzzword, and I know uh, the current administration created, um, what I call it uh, uh, a three ranked okay. ministry, <laughs> the Ministry of Communications <laughs> and Digital Economy? Sure, and a lot of persons were thinking, uh, okay, digital economy, this will have come again to Bogoros, but underlying. They should understand that the future of economy has only moved digital. Sure. We have lots of um, payment apps. We have lots of um, technologies that are helping people transact um, different businesses at sure. once. And people are still thinking, will this thing actually go away? So people are thinking it's just like a fad. It's going to go away or something. But how can these business owners, because we see a whole lot of persons have issues with collecting um, payment sure. which is always a problem in the digital field sure and then they look at the scabbing, sure which is some of their disadvantages and all over. yeah so that's a, that's a good one yeah so what's your view about that
0: so so i think i would start with the world before 2020 <laughs> yeah and true. the world after 2020 yeah. if you are a restaurant in 2020 and you don't use to take orders. No, you must come to my restaurant and eat. So I, we don't, we don't serve food to people outside. We don't cook and package. In 2020, that business model died because of COVID and Corona. Yeah. If you are, if you are that strong or that resilient and decided you are not going to evolve your business model from 2020 all the way through this uncertainty that lasted for months before, in quote, the world really opened and Nigeria has opened, but not the entire world has opened then somehow you had to start doing e-commerce, whether you wanted it or not. Right. You had to get things like maybe a logistic company, delivery, have a website, put your menu online. So the world has changed and I don't see it going back. You see, you talked about things like payments, apps and savings. We we have all things like agile, you know, piggy banks and that all digitized. What the digital economy usually gives is convenience, a little bit of security yes there are still problems mm-hmm. because you have hackers and scammers but when people find a more efficient way to do something that has track record it has audits there's some level of confidence and credibility they're not going to switch back to the old way all of us I used to go to the bank to queue for money and collect tally number when ATMs came we started using ATMs yeah, and now people will gladly tell you I've not even been in a banking hall for two and a half years right that person that has not been in the banking hall for two and a half years is not dying to go back to the banking hall. He will even tell you, I saw somebody that told me that, oh, one of my accounts, they said that I have to come to the bank to give one document before they can reactivate my online banking. And I'm like, why do I have to go offline to the bank? <laughs> to, to get online. <laughs> to, get on, to get online banking. So I don't use that account anymore. That is a true picture of how businesses shouldn't expect that a customer who has been given a better experience, a more convenient experience, will now go back and start looking for a more friction, a more hectic experience. It's I don't think it's going to happen. I oh. don't think so.
1: Okay, so um let's come back home by Manedi. We're talking about the digital economy and there's something you're organizing yeah. tomorrow. Sure. And that is happening at Icorobasi. Sure. Tell tell us a bit about that.
0: Okay, first first disclaimer, I'm from Ikorobasi, so let it not be like I'm you know doing something under the woods. But I, I think it starts with the fact that you know we, we hear the statement that talent is evenly distributed, opportunity is not. Yeah. Um and what you find is that the way I, I, I envisioned it is that in many of the urban centers of the world, bring it down to Africa, bring it down to Nigeria, mostly state capitals. Lagos, Uyo, you know, Port Harcourt, you have these tech meetups happening, you have conversations like this happening, you have people gathering together, you have things like the Root Hub where people can go somewhere and be completely oblivious about what is happening in the world. I've heard people say, "I, I walked inside here, I didn't even know what was happening, but now I've heard about digital marketing. Now I know that I've been doing product management, but I just didn't know what I was doing. So people come out of that place and are inspired. And when they're looking for, oh, so what do I do next? So what can I start now? What can I learn now? You say, oh, we have a program. Oh, we even have an existing scholarship or oh, just join our list. When next we get something from, you know, Google or Facebook, you'll be the first to know because you're on our mailing list. Unfortunately, that information is not available across the entire state. I mean, it's it's just like development. It's, it's not even. What we are trying to do in Nicodabase tomorrow is shine a little light and say, those of you here some of you might have been you know, lost hope maybe the aluminum smelter company never really you know delivered on its promise maybe you've been looking to get a, power, a job in the power plant or maybe you're just despaired and you feel i can't do anything we're just here to let you know that there are a couple of very interesting industry trends industry skills that people are looking for to support their business I need someone to manage my Facebook page I need someone to write my blog section of my website I need someone to help me do some coding I need somebody if the person could build an app I don't really care where that person is based if you can build the app that I need to build help me build an app for my business we want to go and tell people that it is possible to not be in you or Silicon Valley and still do something it is possible to have little resources and still start something so we want to go and show examples of people who have risen from you know some sort of adversity ad, um, adversity or disadvantage and say whether it's product management whether it's digital marketing here are a few tips and tricks here are some of the things because you know one of the biggest problems of the internet is too much information
1: too much yeah
0: so we want to narrow it down a little bit and say do you know what try this and try that it can help you get to this point from there you can go on and and because of digital economy, though it may be difficult, though the network may not be as strong, though the internet may not be as fast, it is still possible that while you are here in Ekurhuleni, you can start using your time more constructively. You can start using your phone more constructively. When you have the opportunity to go to your potakot, here are one or two places you can go. Here are a few people you can connect with that would keep you abreast of opportunities. And then finally, just help the community themselves. Let all the people in that local government who are interested in technology, by the time you bring them together in one place, if we live there and they create a WhatsApp group and continue sharing amongst themselves as like minds, I think we would have done something. So yes, we're starting from Ikonobasi and the vision is to go to all the 31... Okay, we won't come to you again. you is already said <laughs> To go to all the other 30 local governments across the state. You know, I was having a conversation with um, Hansen, you know, a friend, and I said there are 52 weeks in a year and there are 31 local government areas in, 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 in Acquirebam states. If we try to do at least one every week and then some weeks we don't have money or we don't have energy or people are busy or there are issues, in one year we can take this message of opportunity around the state and if we can just change one life or five lives or inspire ten people in each place, I think we'll be better off for the state.
1: Thank you so much, Anity, for coming on the show today. Our time is fast spent. And um I, I've learned something. I've learned a couple of things. And I hope those who are listening have learned something about the digital economy and the way forward. This is still Startup Half-Hour. Sadly, we've come to the end of today's edition. But same time, same station. Next week, Friday on this on Uyo's premium mobile radio station XL 106.9 FM. We'll be back. You can reach us at the root hub directly opposite Ibom Hall Gate. IBB Avenue, we all send a WhatsApp message to 80 42 7901 My name is Francis Anouk, bidding you a lovely, lovely weekend. Bye-bye.